Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. In the studio, Neil Humphreys uh, coming back. Neil, we had a big football soccer week. We did. Starting with the International Champions Cup last weekend. And then we had the, uh, the Allianz Kids Camp with Bayern Munich during the week. Wow, what a good week for football lovers in this town. Just for sport generally. I mean, anything that gets people off the phones, off the devices, watching live sport, taking part in live sport, I'm all for. Yeah, let's start with the ICC. Uh, It was great. There were two sellouts. Personally, and here I'm about to risk the wrath of Manchester United fans everywhere. I thought the second game was a much better game, uh, the Mm. Juventus uh, game. I mean, brilliant. And look, here's my advice to the Kiasu listening right now. (laughs) Stay until the very the end. end. Right? It was 2-2. Two, two. I felt that some people had the idea, well, I've seen my Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> goal. Right. I've got what I came for. I'm off. And about five minutes, it, you know, they were just flooding through the, through the turnstiles, mm. up the staircases to leave. 93rd, 92nd, 93rd minute, so we're way into extra time, stoppage time. Harry Kane on the halfway line. Sees the goalkeeper off his line, the Juventus goalkeeper off his line, and chips the goalkeeper, launches it like a brilliant tee shot, you know, in golf. Chips the goalkeeper, trajectory, the geometry, the science, the physics involved. It was balletic. It It, flew. Yeah, it was amazing. Flew. And flew over the goalkeeper's head. It was at least 45 metres out. Brilliant goal. 93rd minute. Stadium erupted. Brilliant ending. I saw that. The final whistle went. I ran out of the stadium because I too am Kiasu. I want to beat the traffic. (laughs) And I see all these Tottenham fans who clearly haven't seen the goal. Oh, Dejected doesn't even begin to explain it because they've heard it. They've heard the scream and I'm sure it exploded on social media. And you know, social media is so fast now mm. that the goal appears within seconds. Seconds. So you see all these glum faces on the MRT. <laughs> we missed it. Why did we leave early? The train's still packed anyway. Yeah. yeah. Just stay to the final whistle. That That's the number one golden rule of any sporting event, but particularly football. It was it was tough though. You know, I went both nights and um, it, it was really hard to get home. And I don't think there's a good way to get out of the sports hub. There's there's definitely a bad way, which is driving your own car definitely. or your own vehicle. But it's it's just difficult. I ended up walking down to Mountbatten uh, MRT station, and I actually caught a bus uh, caught a bus on Mountbatten. But um, it's it's you're not going to go anywhere quickly. Now, fortunately, the weather was decent. Yes. right. It wasn't raining or anything, so that was that made it easier. But it is you know it's it's tough going getting out of there when so many people are. Packed. Well, I think the interesting thing. It's a good point you make actually, Glenn. I think the interesting thing there, our efficiency, our famous efficiency, is weird. Our undoing in this instance because mm. the station is so close to the stadium. If you go to other stadiums around the world, and f- over the 20 years of being a football writer, I've been to many in many different countries. If you take Wembley, for example, at London, it has the famous Wembley Way that right. leads up to the station at Wembley. But it's a good you know, it must be almost half a kilometre, maybe more away. And it's a very wide a pedestrian walkway. So you've got to walk a good 10, 12 minutes to get to the to the station. And it just breaks the crowd breaks up. Breaks up, yeah. Whereas you step out of the sports hub, the station's in front of you. Yeah. So you get a, a considerable bottleneck. I was the same as you. On Saturday, I had a friend visiting from Australia. Mm. So we walked 
We walked for miles, actually. We walked all the way across past that condo. I think it's called Pebble Bay along the river. Oh, then yeah. we walked over the bridge. And then we walked around Marina Bay. And we oh ended up at Lao Passat. Oh, my God. So what? We, I know. So we walked from the sports <laughs> hub to Lao Passat. That was on the Saturday. And on the Sunday, I ran. There was a couple oh, of things cow. I noticed about the game. Manchester United supporters... And I wrote about this. Don't boo your own footballers. It's not a done thing. Unless they've punched somebody in the face or they've got an ugly red card. You don't boo footballers for past misdemeanours. There's this unwritten rule in most sports, but particularly football, that whatever happened last season, new season, wipe the slate clean and start again. So that wasn't so good. But what was very good, we had a proposal, didn't we? That was really, really sweet. And and at first I thought it was the man proposing to the woman. It was it happened up on the Jumbotron on the big screen. But then it turns out it was the woman proposing to the man from mm. what I saw. And so it was uh, that really caught everybody's attention. Everybody was I took videos of it and everybody was in stadium on Friday night a proposal. And I've never seen that very in sweet. Singapore before. I'm sure it's happened. It's a big American thing. It's very popular yeah. American things. And sometimes... You know England. how we are. We, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've never seen it in Singapore. And when I'm watching it, I'm always, please don't say no. Please don't yeah. say no. <laughs> please, please don't say no. That guy will just be... Oh, the girl in this case. I think I think if I, if I got the story correct, it was, she was proposing to him. I think so. Yeah. And it was, it yeah. was a, a wonderful way. That was the positive thing about those two days at the Sports Hub. A very family friendly mm. affair. All we, need, all we need to do now is get those guys out to some Singapore games, some local sports, and we're almost there. Which is a nice segue because talking about the local sports, yeah. uh, this week I was hosting the Allianz Explorer Camp Football Edition Asia 2019 down at the arena mm. uh, in Singapore just off of uh, Woodley Park there. And this was a wonderful thing, Glenn. This was a truly wonderful thing. Allianz has these camps all over Asia. Where And it's a long process where anyone can sign up from any background, you know, even a less privileged background. They can sign up, take part in the camps, and then they filter the kids down. So this week we had the camp in Singapore. I think there was about 40-odd participants, boys and girls. Mm. And let me tell you this, Glenn, let me tell you this. And one thing about, you know, the Asian physiques generally, when they're about 14 or 15, there's not that much difference between boys and girls. So Mm. it's almost, not quite, but it's almost a level playing field physically. Honestly, Glenn, the girls were astonishing. They they were like little Ronaldos. There was a couple of girls in particular, a couple of Filipino girls, they were leaving their male counterparts for dust. That's exciting, It huh? was wonderful to see. There were yeah. 43 participants, as I say, from eight countries. And so I followed them all week. We had um, Bayern Munich's coaches over yeah. because obviously Allianz and Bayern, they, there's a sponsorship arrangement between the two. So you had these top coaches from the German Bundesliga. Yeah. What an opportunity. Did, did any of the players the, the Yes, players uh, Ivica Olic, yeah. who was a Bayern Munich legend and played for Croatia. Okay. He's, the, he's the current Croatian national team assistant manager. Okay. Lovely man. I interviewed him. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what an experience. You've got these kids from all over Asia, from small towns. I spoke to a kid from Pahang in Malaysia, mm. uh, the Philippines, Laos, Cambodia, Sri Lanka. Nice. Singapore, Malaysia. And you just see their faces. They were so happy to be there. And when they selected the six winners, yeah. honestly, some of these kids, I thought they had tears in their eyes oh. because you're taking them from sometimes small villages in parts of Asia. Yeah, yeah. 
And now they're off to Munich. Wow. They're off to Munich oh, to cool. work with the Bayern Munich uh, Coaches Academy. They're going to train with some of the best players in the world. They're some of them could them. be the stars of tomorrow. Huh? Hey, well, Why I'm not, putting then? my money on one particular Filipino girl. Is that she right? was called Kian. She was 15 years old. She was extraordinary. If she's not the next Lionel Messi, I don't know what is. Wow. But I just think, I'm sure you're the same, Glenn. I know your kids are very sporty. Yeah. Anything that gets kids away from the devices, away from the phones, the TVs, the laptops for a couple of hours, outdoors, it was very hot, no complaining. Sure. They're fighting, they're battling, they're competing to succeed. Anything that does that, competitive team sports, I'm all for it. Football in Singapore. Thanks so much, Neil. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.